Nope. There we We're are. Live. Good morning, Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Feeling my way through the darkness. Guided by a beating heart. So, uh, what's the name of this song, Mark? Wake me up. in the house. Wake me up, guys. There it is. It's a little juice for you this morning. Got to love that. Um, it is takeover Thursday, so Mark will jump in the driver's seat. Uh, this morning, I have uh, the backbone of our company, we call him the director of MIH. He makes it happen. Shay Money joins the huddle, man. Shay <laughs> you know? Money. Um, the reason why I have him joining this morning, other than I want everybody to know that he does exist and he is amazing. He's been a tremendous resource in my life over the last seven years, and we really appreciate him. We promised yesterday that we would randomly pick two people who were registered in the huddle and we will continually once a month give something away to people who are registered in that. Um, and so Shay, talk to us about what we did so that people know that it was not bullshit. So uh, two housekeeping notes, cause I'll add the, uh, the special note after. Um, so yesterday we went through, went through and uh, on a generator picked two letters at random. So the first letter was an H and then I went into the daily huddle, the member list, and Hans, our good friend from Toshiba, got the ticket to the LinkedIn Like a Pro this Friday, ran it again, got an E, and Eddie Dykes got the second ticket. So he is uh, already registered, so he is transferring that to his wife, and his wife is going to be joining us as well. Congratulations. You know, it's not BS. It's totally real. I have not had a live conversation with Hans in a long time, but Hans is the guy that introduced me to Larry Long Jr., or as we call him, LLJ Cool. Um, That's amazing. So you know what? Good deeds do get rewarded, man. And so they reached out to him, and he said, absolutely, I'm coming to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said, your schedule open? He's like, yep, my schedule's open. We're good. So uh, here's the other thing. I must have gotten a dozen or more calls saying, dude, is this really the last one? Hand to God, putting it to bed. It's uh, it's time. We've given people ample opportunity. 
uh, ample discounts, promotional stuff. The content is unbelievable. We will continue to do it as we get hired to do it by companies, but an open virtual event, we're putting it to bed. So if you're on the fence and you're thinking about doing it, it's not bullshit. We're doing it. Time to go. Time to go. Um, then, um, sorry, Jim, if I offended you with language, but, you know, <laughs> two words sounds like truck off. <laughs> go, boys. Um, so second note is the daily huddle will be converted into a podcast. So I'm just waiting on approval from Apple and we'll make an announcement with all the links and, and everything. So it'll be across multiple platforms where you can find podcasts. Which is really excited. So it will be archived and you'll be able to go back and pull nuggets out of this stuff uh, while you're driving, while you're working out, all the, the great stuff that you're doing. So uh, um, thank you, Howie Craw, for throwing it out in your group this morning. I listened to you, Howie does a sunrise, uh, 7 a.m. live, how we doing it. He's living in Denver for a short time. And boy, what an unbelievable sunrise there. And he's calling tomorrow the last dance and he's bringing his tribe to it. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Dr. Noodleberg, uh, the, the wheel is in your hands. Take it over, brother. It is take over Thursday. And as we always do, want to start with some uh, just updates and what's happening in the world and today in history. For those of you that don't know, today, and I had this conversation with you before we started, oh, it's still his birthday. Even though Orville Redenbacher is dead, technically, today is still his birthday. So the in history- is, The only difference is you don't have to buy him a gift. <laughs> yeah, correct. Uh, so today, Orville Redenbacher was born- uh, and just for those of you who don't know the story of how Orville Redenbacher came to be, a really great entrepreneurial story. He's a Purdue alum. He graduated with an uh, agronomy degree. Agronomy? Agronomy degree. I think that's correct in how you say it. Which I don't is think the study correcting you. You go, boy. Go. Which is the study of how you use soil and how you use fertilizer to grow plants and to do things for fuel. But his passion was to develop popcorn. So while he was selling fertilizer, his side hustle was mixing different breeds of popcorn kernels or corn kernels to find the right hybrid. He eventually partners with Charlie Bowen, Bowman to buy a corn plant. They named the plant Chester Hybrids. So for those of you that are in the marijuana business, very similar business structure to buying a farm, mixing with different kinds of plants to grow the perfect seed. They found the perfect seed and named it the Red Bow. For those of you who know Orville Redenbacher, he's got the red bow tie and he was known for that. And in 1970 was ready to go to market as Chester Hybrids popcorn. Well, they start producing the commercials. They start getting everything ready to go to market. And the marketing agency says, you cannot go to market with the name Chester Hybrids. Nobody will know what it is. Use your name. Just market it as yourself, Orville Redenbacher. Bam, they go to market in 1970. Six years later, he sells the company to one of the major food distributors, and he's out and, and running for forever as the popcorn guy in America. So uh, just- he, um, Was he the first microwave popcorn as well or no? 
I don't know the answer to that, actually. Okay. But that's a good – if somebody in the huddle knows the answer to that. But he was the first major popcorn brand in, in, in the United States and obviously hit it on the money. Meanwhile, I just got to tell you, Shay is lighting up the huddle, man. People are, Shay! <laughs> I'm popular. I'm popular. Turner, Laura, Laura Brody, you know, the people who really know who does the work, they're all over Shay. <laughs> I love it. So for those of you that are out there sharing content with people, Orville Redenbacher is a great way to start a conversation today about popcorn. Also, he's got like 35 grandchildren, so the seed is still good. Oh, <laughs> unreal, unreal. That's awesome. Very good. Very uh, in other news, the uh, obviously the pandemic has, you know, created a lot of different markets and everything. But in January, prior to COVID, North Dakota's tourism department had released their tagline for 2020, which was follow your curiosity, not the crowds. So. Uh Staying ahead of the trend, they were preaching stay away from crowds early, which led me to reading on through the article, and I wanted to read more about it. And what's back in tourism is the Great American Road Trip. Obviously, air travel is down by 77%. I grew up in the car. I mean, I used to ride from South Florida all the way to North Carolina every summer. So road trips are a staple in my childhood, but they're back. Everybody's doing it. And things like camping, hiking, biking are all exploding. Places like Jackson, Wyoming, which is the gateway to the Yellowstone National Park and New York's Adirondacks, Catskill Mountains, Berkshire, North Carolina, the Outer Banks. All of those places are booming right now with tourism way beyond and way before their normal times of travel. So the safecation is the new word that's being used for everybody going on vacation. And uh, those are some ideas for you to talk about people and share. You know, I actually have a client who just started posting pictures who was a well-known traveler. She spent a lot of time going all over the world. She's a big cruise fan. She posted, hey, cruises are down and out. So she bought a Winnebago and um, like a sun cruiser or one of those kind of things. We're showing pictures of it and she's off to, you know, explore America. Good for her. Good for, you know, this is a great country. There's lots to see. So uh, James Gelfand. I was just about to say, shout out to James. <laughs> and don't be Kings Mill Resort, baby. You know what, Go James? See. I may do that. I may do that. Kings Mill Resort. That's Virginia, correct, James? We need a break. So, uh, you know, everybody in the huddle, make sure to connect with James Gelfand. And uh, you can stay with him if, and tell him I said so. <laughs> okay. So jumping into the real content for today, obviously for everybody who's here this morning, this is a big part of your morning routine. Whether you start your morning with us, whether you're on your way to work or you're already at your desk, whatever it is that you're doing, this is a staple and something that you do every single day. Morning routines are an actual thing and a key indicator of success. There are entrepreneurs all over the world that have morning routines that make them successful. So I wanted to dive in this morning to what is a morning routine. Let's really define it, talk about it, give some uh, scientific facts to why it's good for you, how it helps, and then give you some actual opportunities or give you some ideas on activities you can add to your morning routine 
to continue to make you more successful and shooting it over to you, dad, real quick. I, I, I don't know when you became a morning routine guy. I know for as long as I can remember as a kid, you were up early. I don't know what you were doing early always, but I always knew you were up early. Saturday mornings even, we would be up washing the cars together or doing some landscaping or things that need to be done. When did that really start for you? So what's interesting is that when you say the word early, early really has no meaning. It's nebulous. Early to somebody who works the night shift is differently than, you know, so sure. you know, I've heard people say, I'm not a morning person. Well, you are what you tell yourself you are. And so for me, uh, Jim is laughing. I never went to bed. <laughs> that is very true. And that's for another huddle. <laughs> um, but the reality is what I learned early on was that success leaves clues. I looked at what other people were doing who were successful, and they all started the morning with winning it with a mentality that says, if I win the morning, the rest of the day is a breeze, you know, and people started to realize that, you know, if you wake up and your morning sucks, man, it's a long day. And, and you know, momentum is a cruel mistress. Well, there's two, there's two key components that we have to unpack in there. The first one is winning the morning. So creating a strong morning routine it creates the productive day that you want to have because it gives you small, easy wins. You get up in the morning, you brush your teeth. That's something you don't even think about. You just do it. And really, there's three categories of activities that you can have in your morning routine. There's physical, which, you know, for example, for us is working out. It's a big part of what we want to do. We recommend to people that you do at least 20 minutes of exercise in the morning. That's physical work. There's mental, whether that be meditation, whether that be reading, whether that be writing, but that's working your brain early, putting in some knowledge, developing a task. If you're trying to learn another language, the morning is a great time to do it. And then there's passive, three specific categories, physical, mental, passive. The passive is having your cup of coffee. The passive is brushing your teeth. The passive is, you know, sitting on the couch and watching the sunrise. So there's three specific categories that you can add to your routine, which are easy wins as soon as you do it. But before we go there, the easiest loss is the snooze button because yeah. you set your alarm. Now, you don't use an alarm because you're an absolute psychotic human being, but I use an alarm because I need it to wake me up. Otherwise, I'm going to sleep till 630 or 7 o'clock in the morning. So when my alarm goes off at 5, if I hit snooze, that's an immediate loss because I set the alarm to get up. So as soon as I hit the snooze button, I've already told my mind and my body that I'm not doing what I said I would do or that I scheduled myself to do. So that's the easiest way to get a win is to set your alarm and just get up. And I totally agree. For me, I trained my mind and my body to awake on its own. I wake up every day between three and four. I'm not hung up on exactly what time I get up, but I do get up. And for me, just the same way people use uh, physical stuff to get the blood flowing, for me, I call it mental gymnastics. And it's all about inputs. I have a whole thing that I wrote about what are you putting in? Because the more good stuff you put in, the more stuff comes out right, you know? So for me, before eight o'clock in the morning, I've done more than most people do in a day. And I don't do that to beat my chest. I do that because 
it, I've already won. I, I've already won before eight o'clock, before the huddle. You know, my trainer this morning, my boxing trainer, who totally kicked my ass this morning and loves getting in the gym with me because he said, look, dude, I don't know anybody that works as hard as you. He said, you're present at every single movement and we're at six o'clock in the morning. So it's all about, you know, I, I think mental gymnastics equal to the physical. Well, there's a scientific study behind this. Because as soon as you start stacking wins, as we call them, but all that is is a successful completion of a task. So it's really mental, even if it's physical or it's reading or whatever it is. As soon as you start doing things in the morning, you release a little bit of dopamine. And dopamine is a thing that makes you feel good and makes you feel energized and makes you feel motivated, which lacks or, or which you know combats depression inability to focus, loss of motor control, um, all of these things, compulsions, you know, loss of pleasure or satisfaction. Dopamine combats all those things. So as soon as you get up and start just checking off one little thing at a time, you're releasing dopamine into your mind to continue. And I call it the snowball effect of most people get up and they're pushing the boulder up the mountain already but if you start getting stacking a little bit of wins, it's really a snowball effect where you're building a ball of energy and motivation that carries you throughout the day. So with so, you know, it's interesting because I learned this and we, we discussed some of it with, you know, Coach Wanstead. You never really get to the place where you want to do it. The first battle that you have is overcoming the fact that your mind, this big muscle is pulling against you saying, oh, who's going to care if you sleep 15 right. more minutes? Who gives a shit if, if I don't do this or if I don't do that, if I don't make that extra call? That first mental battle that you overcome creates momentum. Just like when you're climbing a mountain, boom, 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 you get it going. It's so much, I wouldn't say easier. You know, it never gets easier because, you know, what I continue to put roadblocks in front of myself to overcome but the fact that it's routine, and here's interesting, because I love your topic. Here's the interesting thing. If I said to you the word addiction, you know, people would think of that as a negative. Oh, my right. God, I'm addicted to it. Well, I'm addicted to getting up early. You know, right. it's a positive addiction for me because it's quiet. I get more done, and there's nothing inbound. There's no distractions. There's nobody banging an email to me you know, that time of the morning, you know, that kind of stuff. So I can plow through stuff. And here's the other thing. It's very key. I want my email, my video, my conversation to be the first thing that someone sees when they wake up. Yep. They open up their inbox. Whenever they do it, boom, Noodleberg is there. And yep. that is a strategy that always wins. So we talked about the three buckets of activities. There's physical, there's mental, and then there's passive, right? I'm going to give you six actual things that you can add into your morning routine. But I think the fundamental here is don't just create a whole routine to start doing tomorrow. Everything is about 1% better. So if your goal is to wake up earlier, don't set your alarm an hour earlier to get up. Set it 20 minutes earlier. Set it 15 minutes earlier. So incrementally increase the time that you're getting up and just add one activity. Hey, I want to get up 20 minutes earlier so I can read something this morning before I go brush my teeth. 
first thing that you're going to do. Just create one small win that you're able to add to your morning routine to start building a bigger routine as you go through. So one is meditation, right? The essence is to clear the mind and set a positive tone for the day. The secret to that is consistency. You can't just say, hey, I'm going to meditate on Monday and Friday. If you really want to adopt that and allow your body to feel the effects of it, just like working out and physical stuff. Two-minute yeah. warning. Two-minute warning. Know, we got to go. So another one that gets used by Tony Robbins is jumping into cold, cold water, right? He hops into a cold pool for him. Some people use a cold shower because it gets you out of your comfort zone and gets you taking massive action very quickly. Love that one. Three, credos, okay? A morning confession to yourself that you either repeat internally in your mind, that you get in front of a mirror, but you start putting positive affirmations out into the world as you go through it. Four, it's running. That's physical activity, right? So whether it be working out, whatever it is, a lot of people, Angie Hicks, um, you know, there's a ton of entrepreneurs that use running as their as their thing, but they get out that releases endorphins and gets them going. Um, five is scheduling. Bill Gates schedules his day in the morning. He goes through, picks out all of his open times and figures out where he's going to plug and play what he does. And then six is listening to inspiring audio, whether that be music, whether that be a podcast, whatever it is, the daily for a lot of us that are here. So keeping with our hard stop, we had a lot to get in here, but morning routines are fundamental to success. And now that this is a podcast, you guys can go back and listen to this again to pull out all six. But um, hope you guys enjoyed the content this morning. I don't want to run over too far, but Morning routines. I love that you're part of our morning routine. If you need help building a morning routine, reach out to us. We want to have a conversation with you. I love it. Uh, closing closing it up today. Um, if you are not registered, there's still time. Registration closes tonight uh, for Learn LinkedIn Like a Pro. We'd love to have you. I know a lot of people in here, the alum, are getting back in. Beth, I know you sent me a note. You're invited back. Your skin in the game was you paid. This is an alumni event, so you're invited back. Anybody that wants to come back who's already paid, you get to do it again. We think the movie is better the second time, so let's do that. Shay will handle all of the registrations. We love you guys. Stay on the ball. Make it a terrific Thursday. I'll be back taking the seat tomorrow. And thanks for being a part of our morning routine.